Rion Clotlo Lawton, how you doing, my man? Mr. Kazakhan. <laughs> What's Love going that. What's going on, fella? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm calm and I'm good. I wanted to um just start this episode off before we go any further, Rion. I wanted to express my sincere condolences to you, obviously. The very classless, untimely dismissal of Frank Lampard as Chelsea manager. I know it's hurting you quite deeply these last couple of days. So I just wanted to get that out there in public. Do you know what, man? Like, I love Chelsea and my team. I've always, like, supported them. But some, it's just the way they handle business. It actually annoys me, brothers. I don't understand, like, now in football, like, especially because football's so different. How can, like, any one team demand, like, like quick success, bro? It can't happen like that no more. It takes a good three or four years just to, like, actually get to a good point. Look at Liverpool, man. Anyway, like... so we'll move on to the next topic. Oh, sorry, man. You know what I do you, know, do you know, I'm so bothered about this, this Frank Lampard dismissal. It's pissed me off, bro. I know, I know. That's why I wanted to bring it up quickly, just um, let you let you vent out a bit. So, Dickhead <laughs> cutting me off, bro. I hope we don't get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. So anyway, I'm sorry about that. That was um, rude. Not, not, not the nicest of not the nicest of Chelsea. Anyway, we will go into our go straight into it. We'll go into our two icebreaker questions for today. Are you ready? Me yeah, ready. All right, he's ready. First one comes from your boy, Ify. I'd love to give him a quick shout-out. Thank you. What's going on, Giza? One of, um, one of Rion's best mates. And so, Ri, his question was, if you could choose a superpower, what would it be? And his one, before we go any further, was <laughs> quite funny, actually. He would choose the power of inconvenience. So, not like anything like flying or anything, but by inconvenience. And Ify, bro, if you listen to this, correct me if I'm wrong, he literally means, like, little annoying things that you could do to someone. So, like... Say if, if I'm in an argument with someone, I'm in a proper argument, I would just start, like rip, rip a hole in their socks or something. Just like really annoying little things just to piss them off. Um, <laughs> I don't understand how that's a power, bro. Isn't that just being stupid? <laughs> Isn't it? Basically, but that's if he's answer anyway, so we'll let him have it. So, Ree, what are you going for? Um, I'm going to go with invisibility. Ooh, reason being. I would cause problems. First of all, I'll be steered in left, right, and centre. I'll be living the easiest lifestyle, but I'll be going in Sainsbury's and getting them jam donuts on a daily. Um, wow. You know, I'm building the, the rules and regulations of the United Kingdom. Um, nasty, nasty little boy. <laughs> anyway. That would be, you know, I'll just live a cushy lifestyle, bro. I'll never have to worry, but I'll go into banks and rub it. Do you know what you would do? You, you'd be one of them little eavesdroppers, little fly on the wall. You'd be going into so many conversations, stirring it up. I'm like, rumours that Susan Down Road said that Andy's a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> I just heard it for the grapevine. <laughs> the grapevine. That's a good <laughs> for my For my superpower, I'm going to go with, I guess I'll keep it a bit more generic here. I'm going to go with teleportation. Reason being... Obviously, I've got, like, friends in different countries around the world now. So, for me, it would be... It would be I haven't lovely. heard that before. Anyway, it would be lovely for me to go and travel around. <laughs> <laughs> travel around different countries and see them, like, real quick. Because, obviously, like, America, Canada, go different countries. I know Rion, obviously, hasn't got many friends in different countries. So, that's not, not something that would work well for him. But for me... Listen, that... I've actually got quite a few, though. <laughs> really? I actually do. <laughs> Name me off a couple countries. Uh, Miami or one door, uh, that's it, really. <laughs> you bastard, <All right. laughs> caught you off there. 
So I'm gonna go teleportation just because I think it would be nice to quickly go around to each place, see my see my friends and family. So that's that's my first one. Second one re really, comes from Ethan, my other friend from McKendry. He's also been a real big fan of the podcast. Lots of good feedback. So thanks for that, Ethan. Yes, Ethan. So, yes, Ethan. His one is if you could go, if you could have like dinner with three people, dead or alive, mm. who would they be? And like these three people don't necessarily have to be like um don't have to work with each other necessarily the three like it could be completely different people but his one firstly before i say any more he'd go tupac reason being that's like a very influential rapper for him in his life yeah. juice world you know the rapper juice world yeah who died um 2019 actually and then yeah. the third was his granddad um just because he never got to meet him and he obviously that would be quite a cool person for him to meet so those are oh, history that's, that's life very nice. Rion, who are you going with? Oh, because Ethan said his grandpa. Um, I'm going to go with my grandma, like my mum's mum. I never met Love her. That. Love that. I don't know. You don't always want to have like a, a black grandma. You know, when you watch it on like black movies and stuff like that, I always want to have an influential, like, like older black female figure. I hear that. Um, my next one. Uh, you know, I don't care, man. Got me for it, bro. I don't even care. It's Frank Lampard. I love Frank Lampard. <laughs> All right. Reason being? Because he's my, he's my sporting icon. I love Frank Lampard. I'm a Chelsea fan. He's my best ever player. He's actually very smart, you know. Do you know how smart he is? Oh, my God. It seems like you know the, the whole rule book of Frank like, Lampard. Academically, bro. Don's on, Don's on job. Bro. He even speaks. I think he even got like a, like a GCSE or whatever in like Latin or something. Oh, wow. Fair enough. And oh, the next one I'm gonna do like a like a music song, a musical. You know, what? I'm not going Kendrick Lamar. You know, I mean, Kendrick, you've been you've been listening to him a lot recently. I've been yeah. banging off Kendrick Lamar. I think lyrically, this Don talks in poems, bro. He actually talks sense, but he will he will say like a paragraph in like three words, bro, and actually make you think. Fair play. So those are your three. Yeah, they're my three. Wicked. All right, for my three again, yeah, I'll go pretty ran like three different people. First one's Bryson Tiller. Overall, he's probably been my favorite singer of all time just because, I mean, I really like his music and also every time he seemed to release like a new album or something, always like in conjunction, I think is the word, with like a sort of event in my life. So they, I always kind of link it to those. So Isn't he the geezer that you listen to when your heart was broken? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'll go with him. You know, the one, the one you kept crying about. <laughs> Anyway, second. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Sorry, that drop was so bad. People were thinking, "Oh, Casey's hurt now." <laughs> I know. <over. laughs> uh, so I'm going Bryson Tiller number one. Go on. Second one, I'm going with my grandma's grandma. Obviously, you know about my grandma. How close I was with her. Yeah. And and I'll obviously be talking about her in a future one. But she always said like her grandma raised her, and so. I think it would be cool for me to obviously like meet her and like chat with her. That'd be and a, then first, that's it. That'd be a great great grandma, isn't it? I don't even know at that point, bro. Yeah, I think it would be great great grandma. Great great, know. yeah. Anyway, there. Um, and then third, I'm going with a tennis player. I'll keep it. I'll keep it simple on that one. Mm, a bit of Roger, eh? <laughs> You're a little git. No, I'm gonna go with <laughs> either him or Rafael Nadal. All right. Don't be fam. What's this? What's this undersized in this, bro? Come with one answer. You gonna let me finish? Go on. 
Exactly. I'm going to go with Rafael Nadal. Reason being, I read his autobiography recently and I liked it a lot. I feel like I almost know a bit more about him than Fed. So I think it would be cool to, to have Nadal in that third one. So we've got a Spaniard, we've got a singer from America and then we've got a, well, a, a Pakistani woman probably born in like 1900. So definitely, definitely be an interesting meal. What, what are you going to order, Ree? Ooh, I'm like, I want it to be an elegant meal. Like, for start, it has to be fish. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go with, like, a prawn skewer type thing with a nice sweet chili dip. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. All right, the main meal. All right, my favorite meal. What's my... I love curry goat, bro. I like to have curry goat. So, you'll just be eating for the whole table at this point, wouldn't you? My main meal will be curry goat with hard breads, like, cold store. Salads and Guinness punch. My drink would be Guinness punch. Oh, Kazar. I don't think you've ever had Guinness punch. Oh, I've made a mistake asking you about food, didn't I? Oh, bro. Hey, next time you come to my mum's, I'll ask her to make it, but oh my Kazar. No joke, bro. Guinness punch. Oh my god, that shit is ping. Guinness punch it is. All right. And pudding. <laughs> Obviously, you do Ooh. like a bit of pudding, don't you? Love me a bit of pudding. You know, I love, I love this, uh, a typical one. I love banana cake and custard. Love oh primary school bad. Fucking hell. Alright, so those are our answers. Ethan, Iffy, thank you for the questions, bro. Hope you guys hope you guys um like our answers, hope they're good enough. Sure they are. <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we'll kinda of go into what today's about. So obviously me and Rion were chatting recently just kind of about topics that we wanted to do going forward. And one thing that he suggested was kind of just talk about an event in our life or even just a period in our life. So like it can be over a few years or whatever that kind of made us who we are today. So I thought it's a pretty good idea. And originally we were going to kind of do it in one episode and I was going to tell my story. He was going to tell his story, but we figured it'd probably be best to kind of split it up into two just so we allowed like both of us to have a bit more time to say our story rather than kind of mashing it up into one. So today, unfortunately, is real story. So if you, if you don't want to check out here at the 10 minute mark, feel free to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to get my cusses in, bro. You've cussed me twice already. Don't think they're not coming. Listen, I'm the comedian out of us two. All I'll say, we've got, we got 20 minutes left. Let me talk. We've got 20 minutes left. Be prepared. Listen, if you listen to me, it's guaranteed banners, guaranteed us. Kazar, now that's real boredom. Yeah, that was good. So, Ree, what we're going to nah, do. I haven't feeling that one, you know. <laughs> the cut off was dead. The cut off was dead. It was poor, bro. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I, can't, can't. I actually was serious. <laughs> so we, let me talk. So Rion's one was to talk about his kind of transition from when he started uni in London com- compared to where he is now, and just kind of the changes in his personality and stuff. Would you say, Reed, just kind of how it was like an impactful time in his life, kind of? in terms of making big decisions, going out of his comfort zone, etc. Is that, is that a good way to kind of um, yeah. synopsisize yeah. it, if that's even a word? Yeah, that's probably it, yeah. Fair play. So we'll go into that today, and then obviously next week um, I'll be telling my story. So, Ree, let's start off with this. So for you, mm. we, start, we start this in 2016, I believe? Yeah, it is. 20, oh, that's time ago, yeah. A while ago. So this is when you started uni in Roehampton. So... I guess just give us a little little background on kind of why you went there, what you studied, kind of, just kind of, you know, basis of it. All right, well, going to Hampshire was never, like, my initial, like, first choice. 
Because obviously, like when you're playing for uni, like with UCAS, you get three options, isn't it? So um, obviously, I remember I picked Southampton, Portsmouth, and Roehampton. But my banker was always Southampton, and my backup was always going to be Roehampton. Yeah, because I always had it set in my mind that I was going to like go away from home. You know, that's like just live life away from home. That's like basically like help you grow up and stuff. Uh-huh. But then um, I remember like I think what it was was just like. London's London, I'm used to it, it's home. Obviously, my job was local. And then me, like, commuting from, like, Roehampton to Fulham back and forth, it wasn't, it was no effort, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of thought, you know, let me just, like, grind it out. Like, I'll work whilst I'm at uni, and by the time I'm done, I'll save up, I'll be able to move out. So I kind of got myself in that mindset. So, like, once I was locked in it, I was just like, yeah, let me just do that. So, um... Yeah, that, that that was my mindset like, at the time back then. All right, so that's kind of how you ended up going into it. So yeah. How would how would you say you kind of enjoyed? <clears throat> I don't know if enjoyed the word is the word, but like, how was that first year at Union Roehampton for you? Like, was it? I kind of I guess what I'm kind of trying to say is because obviously now we know like four years later, but at the time, did you feel like this isn't for me, or at the time was it actually like, oh no, this is alright, I, I can do this. Like, this is good. Like, I have my I have my work here, I have home there, I have uni here. Like, did you almost think that like, yeah, this is cool? It was weird, man. It was like mixed. It was mixed feelings. Like it was sick in a way. Like I had, a, I remember our class, but it was wavy. I love my class. Like we had the sickest group of people, and I, I made good friends with them. But um, but the environment was poor, man. Especially like being like like a first year, and then like especially freshers, you hear so much. Like people talk so highly of it, and I remember it was shit, man. Like obviously, like everyone, like, people were lying, be like, oh, like go to uni, get an education. But at the same time, like. I've always said that the, the minor thing, the smallest thing you get out of uni is a degree. I think the biggest thing is like life skills and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Because it, it does grow you up for the future. But um, but like that that aspect of it, like partying-wise, it was dead, man. It was poor. And I don't think I ever went out. Like, I think I went out one time. So then would you almost say like by doing that kind of lifestyle that you were in there, you weren't getting the true... Yeah, you might have been getting the educational part of uni, but you weren't getting like the actual experience that you say that you think is obviously, and I agree with you, is more important. Yeah, and, and I think what it was like because obviously I've seen I've seen some of my friends that are like gone to other like unis as well. And they're like, oh my god, man, they're calling me up like, oh, this is sick, bro. Come down, come visit. Like, bear this, bear that, and I was just like, raw. Like, I couldn't even think about inviting anyone here because it's shit. It's literally dead, bro. Boring. And then I think another thing was like even my degree because like. Originally, like, obviously, like, I graduated doing um, a sport business and management degree, but at the time, I was um, doing sport coaching. As much as, like, I love sport and that, like, I don't, I don't really see myself coaching it. Like, I played it, but I don't really ever see myself. It's not an interest of mine to coach it. How did you fall into that degree? I don't know, mate. It's my fault, really. Obviously, like, I don't put no research into it. I think, like, when I was in college, like, I was just, like, I was just thinking, let me just go on to the next, like, the next lad of education was let me just go straight to uni. I thought, let me just do coaching because, like, it's what I know. I thought, I thought it'd be kind of like easier to like basically like get the degree in. But then, um, when I was doing it, bro, like, there was no thrill to it, bro. It was boring. Like, I remember, like, it was it was so hard for me to like motivate myself to actually go in. Right. Well. But yeah, like <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the way you say sentences, you literally finish them, but like you got more to come. No, I thought you was gonna say something, bro. You have like a vibe on the end of your... learn to be learn to be thorough. Come on, sure up. 
No, but um, no, like obviously, like it was just like really, really like I think I, I was just really underwhelmed. And I remember like, oh, good word. I, I remember my first two weeks, you know, like I remember I never went in, bro. Like I never went in at all. And I got like a letter of concern saying like, um, if you do not start attending or something, like we're gonna have to like consider taking you off the module. So obviously Jeez. that kind of I was like fuck because I kind of like keep, I kind of keep me up the backside so I started going in <laughs> little problem child. <laughs> now, nah, but from that though, like because I think the first two weeks are minor, like you don't really learn nothing, like nothing. It's just more like it's more like integrating everybody, like getting everybody comfortable with everybody. Mm-hmm. I remember one thing that I did struggle with was with referencing. I did not know how to reference. Still don't so, or no? Nah, I know how to do it now. I should not have to be found lying. I don't know how to do it now. Really, <laughs> at least I don't. But like that was a struggle, but um, that. yeah, that was it. Really, I think it was just like at the same time though. The only reason I I stayed there for like the first year it was just convenient for me. Like I said, like I kept everything in a triangle from like work, like home life, and then like education. It was all just like it was just all paralleled like to each other. So it was never like I never had no stresses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're gone. Oh, sorry. Ask me a question. No, no, no. I, I was gonna say. So then, at the time, do you think, like, did you know that Roehampton, as you said, like, you started, you weren't doing things well and stuff, like, did you know that it wasn't the right option for you at the time then? Or, like, because obviously you're seeing your friends in different places, like, enjoying themselves. Did you start to think to yourself then, like, oh, maybe I should leave? Or um, was it something like, I'm just going to film this for, like, three years or whatever it is? No, I think, obviously, I remember, like, I remember, like, our teachers always used to say, like, our teachers were mad day, you know, they would be like, listen, like, there's 40 of you here, but realistically, only 20 of you are going to be here next year. And in my head, I was like, wow, wow. these men are like, yeah, they were pessimistic, like, proper. But I remember, like, them saying, like, your first year doesn't really count. So in my head, I was like, listen, how can I, like, judge something after, like, a month or, like, between, like, two weeks to a month? So yeah. I was like, let me just, like, dedicate myself to it. So I remember I was getting good grades as well. So, like, um, I thought to myself, even if, I, even if I'm not enjoying it, let me just pass it. Like, this is, like, the next phase for me. But then it was so mad. Like, I remember, like, I got so... I remember, like, it got to a point I was doing my assignments and I wasn't even checking my results. I didn't even care to check them. Jeez. Like, I, I, I literally didn't. I was in limbo, but I didn't know where I, didn't know where I was. I, didn't, I didn't even know if I, was getting, like, if I was getting grades, like, so I can get into my second year. Oh, so it got to that point almost. Yeah, like, I didn't even care to check, bro. But and obviously, I... like... But go on. Yeah, no, finish your bit and then I'll say. No, but what it was, it was just, like... um. I remember now, like, it was the summer gone now, and then obviously, like, going into second year, and then my friend messaged me, and she was like, oh, real, like, your, like, your name's on the list for going into second year, you're going into induction, and I was just like, from, I didn't even know anything, I remember I had work that day as well, so I had to quickly go into work, change my shift, do my induction, that was oh. just so, like, you can basically get your, like, your card, so you can go into the library and, like, tap in, tap out, so that you're, like, punctuality and all that. Fair play. Then, yeah. So, I, I think like that kind of links to what you're saying right now. Maybe you're going to go into it. Is at the same time you were working full time, pretty much, right? Like, how many hours were you working? I was doing like it was between fifty to sixty hours a week, bro. So while being at uni, so obviously you're not able to like properly, even even though you're not getting the full full uni experience, because like you said, you're commuting, you're really not getting it because you're you're also having to work. And so I remember you said at one point you almost considered just dropping out of uni completely and just going into full time work. What do you think, kind of? like, led you into that mindset? I think, obviously, like, going into the summer, because there's obviously no more lessons, so it's just, like, summer, like, I was just working all the time. And obviously, like, I was making, like, 
I was making good money every month, you know what I mean? And then at the same time, like, at work was fun as well. Because we had, like, a good, like, group of people. So, like, I was proper enjoying it. But I felt like looking like, if I look back now in hindsight, like, I was just, like, obviously you get lost in your environment. Like, if I was to, like, say if I, say if I was to do what I was thinking of, like, not going back to uni and staying there, I'd probably be, like, thinking, rah, I've kind of, like, killed myself a little bit. Uh-huh. But I think what it was, though, it was just, it was, it was like, a proper factor of different things, like, I remember at one point I really wanted to stay, like, because when I when I did drop, when I did like decide to drop out, I was gonna stay just based on like the people I met in the class. I loved the class so much, uh-huh. but then I was just like, like, I remember my headspace was dead, bro. But I was like, I I, I used to, I, I I'll never lie. I, I remember one thing I did, bro. I got like, I remember I got all the way to the like to the campus, and I went back home. I was like, I can't be bothered to go in. Jeez. I swear, I swear, then I done that, you know. You got to that point. Yeah, I was just like, I was, I was so unmotivated to like, I think what it is, is like, you know, when you go into lessons and then every time you're in a lesson, like, you know, it leads to an assignment and I, I couldn't be bothered to be like going to the library. Like, I think one thing though, the, the late night sessions, they're the worst, man. Like you can go, library's like obviously 24 hours. So sometimes I, because of like my work, I, I literally have to do like an overnight. So I remember oh. like, I'll, I'll go in at like six, seven and I'll stay over to like six in the morning. I remember one time I had to do that and then I had to go to work. So I work at like seven and then I finished work at five and I had to go back to the library. I remember that, man. Oof. That was a grind, bro. Like, I had bags on my eyes, bro. That sounds painful. And I think that was the thing of it as well. And I, at the same time, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't enjoy it. Like, I was actually like so like, I was so uninspired at, the, at, the, at that time, especially with like education. I was just like, just let me just leave it. So I remember, like, um, I messaged my, I messaged my lecturer, and I'm just like, listen, I, like, to be fair, he he asked me for a one to one, and he was basically saying that he's worried about like, like, like the path I'm going down and all that stuff, wow. and then I was just like, you know what, like, I'll be real with you, I'm not feeling it, like, I think I'm just gonna leave it, and then from that, I just left. How would you say, like, your? Did you notice almost a change in your personality during that year as well? Like, did you find that you were becoming a bit more? Like, like you said, your your life was really repetitive, isn't it? Like, you were kind of assignment, uni, work, like, just all those three. Especially at an age where, at that time, we're, like, 19, 20. Like, you should be having, like, a lot of fun, especially if you're at uni. Um, did you almost notice, like, oh, some, especially you, because before that, you were obviously a really outgoing person, like, in college and school and stuff. And then, like you said, now you're just doing this kind of same schedule. Did you almost notice a change in yourself? Yeah, probably. No, too far, I did. Like, I'll definitely say I became so much more boring because obviously i'm really silly man and i was bland bro i was literally white man bread i was COVID bread bro but you see when it starts getting green mold on the corners yeah i threw that <laughs> I, I, I threw that i threw that one out a couple of weeks ago gotta, actually yeah you gotta throw that shit out bro because when you open it it stinks <laughs> it's peak yeah but i remember like um i think it was more like my social like it was more like the social aspect like we, I remember, like, because you went to America that year when I started Roehampton. Correct. But we went from going out all the time, I was going out with other people, to the point, bro, like, I was inactive. Like, I was never, ever going out. Like, people always, like, I used to chat crud as well. People were like, you coming out? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I was like, how do I, how do I come up with an excuse not to go now? You were that guy. Yeah, frankly, frankly, no one likes you, that guy. No one likes that guy. You know the ones where you overbook? And I'm like, <laughs> I just, like say, overbook. It's like, I, always, I used to call it triple book, bro. I had three different motives, but I don't want to go to any of them. And I, got, I, put myself under, I put myself under pressure to like, commit to things I didn't even want to do. 
I hope if anyone listens to this that was Rion's friend back then, that's what he was doing. He was lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nasty little kid. People were saying to me half-hearted. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was it, really. And then, obviously, I remember, like, I, I suppose I was, in a, I was in a funk in a way where, like, I wanted to go out, but I was just so, like... I don't, I don't want to say unmotivated. Probably, maybe I was just unmotivated to go out. I, I didn't really see the fun of, like, going out. I kept making excuses for it. Yeah. But the good thing, though, like, at the same time, I was, like, I was going through that little, like, headspace. Like, you was going through your little thing. No, you're... And... Because I remember you, you told me a story earlier when we were talking, like, a, f- a few of your mates... What was the story exactly? They want to go into, like, Brighton or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember, I saw some of my friends, and they were like, oh, they're going Brighton for, like, a night out. Mm-hmm. By the way, I've been Brighton two times and all that. But, um... Fair play. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, like, we're going, they're going Brighton for a night out. And obviously, I was just at the time, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm definitely coming. And then they came to, like... I remember, like, they drove past me, and they were like, oh, really, you coming? And then I was just like, um, I was like, oh, boys, man, I can't really be bothered. And I was just like, they were like, oh, really, man, you're boring now, man. And then they drove off, and I was just like, Ooh, that, that's toughie. That's a toughie. You know, you know points in the movies where, like, it goes into your face? You know? <laughs> like the, the slow zoom into your face, isn't it? And the music goes down. And, mm, and you, like, like, you can see the people around you talking, but, like, you can't hear it. It's just, like, miming, isn't it? So it's what it was. It starts raining, and you look, and, like, you look at your reflection for, like, a window. <laughs> I was thinking more. You look at your reflection through the puddle. Yeah, yeah, because you got your head down. <laughs> and then when, you, when you look at yourself, a car comes aside and smashes on you. Like, man, this guy. <laughs> I was literally about to say that you get proper drink. I like, got to change my ways. This ain't me. Oh man. <laughs> so would you say that was quite like a sort of turnaround moment for you, almost like when you got called boring? Yeah, yeah. From that. Like, it was... No, that, that definitely was, man. I think that was the thing that almost just woke me up, bro. I was like, fam, why am I being this guy? Like, let me start going out. So, I started making little strides. I started going out, like, here and there. I remember I went to... Take like, yourself to the coffee shop? No, I went to some next soca first Afrobeats event in Edifant and Castle, bro. Yeah. Case if you was there, bro, you would, you would be you would be hiding in the corner, bro. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Not for me. Not for you, bro. It's not, no, 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 it's for you, bro. Black people love Kazar. <laughs> if anything, that's your element, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like you, uh, like you were going to go into before, you said that kind of around that time is, yeah, also I was kind of having my own stuff going on at uni and stuff. And so I would almost say that both of us were kind of in a bit of a rut, like you said. We're both kind of like just kind of going with emotions, like not really, not really, ex- can you say like almost excited in a way? I guess, that, especially at that age, we didn't really have much to look forward to necessarily. We we're just kind of going day by day, like whatever. Yeah, because obviously I was unmotivated and you were heartbroken, so it just, it worked. My guy throws up the heart- heartbroken joke like three times already. Um... I'm sorry, bro. I'm not saying <laughs> it to you, though. <laughs> Repetitive guy. You guys will find out we're in episode six. Rion, as I always like to call him, is the recycler. It's almost like alliteration. Oh, Rion, let me oh, talk. Let me, I'm talking. Wait, 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 almost wait, wait, like Rion wait, wait. the recycler. My man, <laughs> my man will repeat jokes on the regs. He's a funny guy, don't get me wrong, but this guy, he's like a comedian. Listen, They'll say that, listen. I'm talking, bro. They'll say the same wait. joke every night in a row. <laughs> wait, this, or take it this way. For Kaiser to go off topic like that, maybe that, that's his, like, his soft spot. Maybe, maybe, maybe right now he's like, oh, fuck this guy, man. why do you keep saying that? I hate real. I'm going to press cancel and start this again. <laughs> he's going to call me after, but like, why do you keep saying that, bro? Why'd you do that? 
<laughs> right, let, let, let's go back. Let's go back to it. So, um, yeah, obviously around that time though, we had the idea to go Miami, and obviously we've spoken about Miami in previous episodes. But what do you think? How do you think that kind of Miami trip tra- changed you from the kind of mindset you were in, and then after that? Obviously, before that, I, was, I wanted some big hoorah, bro. So in my head, I was just like, you know what? Let me let's do Miami. Obviously, like we said, like in like a previous episode, like, we tried to do it the year before, but there's no point because obviously you got to be 21 to drink that. So I remember, like, from when Casey turned 21, we went, like, what, two days later? Yeah, literally, 23rd, yeah. So I was gas going there. Obviously, like, oh, let me just name what I'm talking about. Let me, let me even think about Miami, bro. Yeah, well, we, we, we won't because we'll go on a whole different tangent there. <laughs> I'm not going to start crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how, how do you think? Because then, obviously, the next kind of topic we're going to go into is that you then decided after that to leave Roehampton. Oh, had you already left pretty much? No, I left. I left after Christmas. Um, but then you decided to go to Chichester Uni. So then you were finally gonna, finally gonna leave, like leave London and kind of live live at uni, um, like on campus or whatever. How would you say yeah. that Miami, that Miami trip kind of helped you with that? I think the Miami trip it didn't it didn't help me in no way of like me changing myself. It was more just like, like. Not changing any like aspects of me. It's more just me coming back again, like coming out of my show. Mm-hmm. So then, obviously, I, I was just, I was super gassed again. I was hyped. Man had bare energy. I came back and I was I was flying, bro. <laughs> that holiday, that holiday, done something to me, bro. Man, I ain't been the same since. That was the <laughs> best holiday, bro. We're still hurting to this day, isn't it? Oh, the fam, the holiday blues, well, like. That's true. That I'm, I felt I'll never get them holiday views was too strong, but that took me a while to get over that shit, you know. No, it's, 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 a, it's a big one. So then, yeah, so then obviously right after that, you went to Chichester Uni. How would you say, when you went to Chichester, how would you compare that to your time at Roehampton? Like, in, in the sense, like, did you now realise that, all right, cool, like, now I've made the right decision? Like, even though, did you kind of have that little thought in the back of your mind, like, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm leaving London now, I'm not going to be at home? Like, did you have a little bit of concern? Because that's probably a natural no. thing. No, I promise you, I'm not, I'm not like that at all. Like big like, man, yeah. No, like me, like going away from home, it's not. I've never, it was never a concern that oh, I'm gonna miss home, I'm gonna be homesick. Like I'm, I'm calm in that way. But um, I think really how, how Chichester happened because obviously, like if he went to Chichester, and then he on his first day he was like, bro, this this place is so live, and I was just like, raw, like he's having a lit time, and because me and him had such a good time in college, and I, I could, I just didn't have that in Roehampton. And he was having it in um, Chichester. He obviously like persuaded me to come because obviously at first I kept saying yeah, but I wasn't really into it because at that point at that time I was, I was actually like more towards just like let me just burn off like university. But then obviously like obviously he persuaded me, and I went. And I would say like me going there was sick. To be fair, it was really good. You know, I think me going at the time me going to Chichester. I think I had a better relationship with my family for going there. Do you know what I mean? Mm, probably don't see them as much and stuff yeah so when you actually do see them it's like more fragile do you know what I mean nah that's real cool so um, yeah like going there was bare fun obviously the boys that we lived there they're all like London based as well so like it was a it was a good setup there sick so I guess I guess to kind of like wrap that all up then because that's pretty much like the kind of the stages that we were talking about how would you say where am I trying to come from here how would you say like from where you from where you were to where you kind of are now, or at least where you were in Chichester, how did that time? Where am I trying to go with this? How did that time? How did you change within those times? Is kind of what I'm saying. I would definitely say like for it's definitely like 
obviously going away from home, like going away from your comfort zone, from your family, obviously it does grow you up because you actually realise, like, for example, I'll say even for you kids, before you, like, went to America, like, you'd, you would never go out thinking, like, oh, I need to get the small stuff, like, even toothpaste or, you know, just, like, small items because, like, obviously your parents get that stuff. Making assumptions about me, lovely. Because, obviously, you can't wash your hands, <laughs> you can't cook. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, go on. But obviously, that grew me up a lot as well. So, obviously, like, I had to, like, fend for myself. Like, when you have situations, obviously, I suppose, like, people can help you. But, like, when you're at, like, like proper off-ends like that, anything I was going through, like, I had to, like, deal with it by myself. So, obviously, it grew me up. But I think the whole point of this story is just, like, it's easy to get, like, influenced by, like, maybe, like, I don't want to say the wrong things because it's almost, like, I could have easily just got, like, lost in making money. But then... Like, is that really happening? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, at the same time, it's, like, I suppose, like, when you're in, like, a really, like, comfortable routine and, like, like habits, like, people may have options to, like, go down different paths that, that you're maybe you're more intrigued to do. But it's just, like, actually taking that plunge, like, taking that risk. Like, people so I reckon people in that just don't think that it's worth, like, the risk. So, like, they don't take it. So, I guess almost what you're saying is, like, it's good to come out of your comfort zone, especially... Yeah, definitely that. But then, yeah, it's literally that. But then maybe, like, in hindsight, one thing I should have done that I didn't was just put more research and evaluate, maybe evaluate my, like, situations that I'm going to put myself into before I'm actually in them. Oh, like, like as in, like, Rahampton, for example? Yeah, like, I should have done way more research. I should have, I should have done more research into, like, like, the different types of degrees and stuff like that. I mean, that's fair enough to everybody. Like, even in me, to be fair, like, when I went to McKendry, I actually kind of just done my degree the same way. I kind of almost just, I was scrolling through the things one day and I just saw it and I just kind of went with it. Like, there wasn't too much thought process. I just, I guess I just kind of got lucky. So, to be fair, I think a lot of people make those mistakes, but you kind of, obviously, you've, um, you learned from it and stuff, which is the main yeah. part. So, yeah, I, I guess um, to kind of conclude, like Rion said, the the whole point of his one today was obviously just to get to know Rion a bit more kind of his last few years and that kind of what shaped him to be who he is now and just generally like Rion obviously if you agree but just kind of making bigger decisions and kind of coming out of your comfort zone because like he said he was in that comfortable triangle of work um work home and uni but like I guess deep down you knew you weren't doing the right thing right yeah of course of course and so so yeah then he kind of took the plunge went to uni at a decent time um so, and obviously most people that are listening to this, you guys are probably our sort of age. So you've probably done the whole uni thing now or are in it. So what he's saying, obviously you might not link to exactly, but just in general, in terms of making big decisions and kind of following through them and just, I guess, going into a sort of instinct. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So I guess if you've got anything <laughs> else to say. I just want to thank you so, so much for listening to us. It's been a cracker of an episode, it has. No, to be fair, it's been good. Raw, yeah. man, you know, I feel, I feel weightless now. Like, that's a story. I, what, do you, what, do you, what do you actually tell stories like that? I feel like I've lost weight, bro. <laughs> you can do with that anyway. So, um... You rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I say the biggest cuss for last. You're the most <laughs> nastiest, <laughs> rudest. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, now, um... Yeah, obviously, I hope you guys like that story. I hope it kind of um, relates to you a bit in a different way or maybe it can help your thinking. And then, yeah, obviously, next week I will tell my story. So we'll chat a bit about that. And then, obviously, if you guys 
have any sort of positive negatives from the today's episode recent episodes let us know and we can kind of work on that or continue it whatever and we'll go from there so yeah thanks obviously for the support rion's yeah, very grateful for it very thank grateful he messages me every day just i love them love them i'm like i love them so so much <laughs> all right big fella i think i'll uh, be good there yes that's it man all right bro i'll catch you soon in a bit geese. peace